Welcome, everybody, to season two of Over the Wall Podcast. Air horn noises. I am your host, Yesenia, and as always, I am here with... Diego. And... Yoseline. And we're bringing you Hot Cheesemate, a segment of... Super embarrassing stories about ourselves so you get to know us better, and you can make fun of us while we make fun of ourselves as well. Woo! Woo! <laughs> there will be lots of poop stories from me. <laughs> all right. and i look forward to each and every single one all right my story starts as all good stories start which is in mexico and i was out with my friend who had just been through a breakup her name was cindy and we were at a are they single i don't know if they're single because we are no longer friends oh okay um. yeah so we were at a bar having drinks having a girl night and who comes in but her ex-boyfriend and one of his homeboys mm. And she's like, okay, we need to leave. So the plan was that she was going to pay for the drinks and I was going to pay for the cab home because we were quite away from uh, from our home. And we actually were neighbors. That's kind of how we met each other. And we worked in the same place. So she gave the waitress the card and then the waitress comes back and she's like, all right, your card did not work. And my friend's like, try it again. And she's like, oh, I tried it three times. Like your card's not working. So she like locked out this card. And I was like, oh no, we'll use my card. So she did, and the same thing happened. Like, this waitress ran her card three times, like, no money. And I had cash for the cab, and so I had, like, barely enough to pay for the drinks that we had, and, like, maybe a little bit of a tip. It was kind of Mm -hmm. embarrassing. Um, So we ended up paying for cash, and then we started walking to a nearby ATM. Now, keep in mind, this is, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm wearing, like, a putifalda and some high (laughs) heels, and I'm like, oh, my God, we we need to like get home right now. We cannot be out in the streets like this. And so we went to an ATM, no luck. And we started walking down the street to like get closer to downtown to see if maybe we could go to another, like <laughs> we were so stupid. Like, why do you think that going to one ATM, like that didn't work? And what made me think that I could go to another one <laughs> to get money? Like, do you know what I mean? Youth, Love youth it. made you think that way. That is very true. So we're walking down the street and I happened to see my cousin and her boyfriend in a cab, just like starting to like drive past us. And I just start yelling her name and waving my hands. And this bitch does not see us. <laughs> she does not hear us. She's just on that fucking cab all the way to the house. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever, fine. So we're, we get to downtown, which took us about half an hour in heels oh, in the middle yeah. of the night. We were super tired and we get to this like, bank but like the atms had like bars yeah. like on there so you couldn't even try and at that point if we were to walk further in past downtown we'd start getting into the sketchy part of where we lived <laughs> we really didn't want to risk it and so we're just sitting there like we don't know what to do and we're like mentally preparing ourselves to walk through the neighborhood in the middle of the night oh. and it was just like really upsetting and this guy comes by the bank and he's an emt and we're like Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello, good sir. <laughs> How are you today? And he's like, oh, like, hey, like, this what's going fine, on? Fine morning. <laughs> and, you know, he's, he's, he sees that the ATMs are, like, unusable or whatever. And we're like, hey, so we uh, came to the ATM to try to get some money. Uh, we, we got locked out. So this guy was driving the ambulance back to the hospital. He was done with the shift. And we were like, would you be able <laughs> to give us a ride home? <laughs> And he's like, well, I have to drop off the ambulance, but maybe I can like drop you off in the ambulance to your house. Because <laughs> we didn't have a car. 
This guy didn't have a car. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, he was driving an ambulance. Right. But like he's taking the ambulance for a non-emergency purpose. <laughs> Just <laughs> to take two ladies home. It kind of sounds like an emergency sounds to like me. An emergency. <laughs> yeah. I'd classify yeah. it. My pride was very much hurt and needed <laughs> medical assistance. I would classify your friend as an emergency. <laughs> So anyway, so we get into the back of this what? ambulance and my friend and I are like, what if this isn't such a good idea? Because like, oh my God, what? Like, we don't know this guy. He's clearly a stranger just because he's yeah. an EMT doesn't mean he's like trustworthy. And so we were like really nervous and we're kind of telling him like where we generally live. <laughs> like we live by this hotel. And um, so we get to like our neighborhood and he kind of, so Cindy and I, we lived across the street from each other. And so he stopped us off in one corner and then we said goodnight. And then like we went home and like the next day i go to work i live my life i come back home (laughs) and my cousin's like hey you know you got a call from this guy he keeps calling you and i was like (laughs) excuse you um and she's like yeah he said that he dropped you off uh home in an ambulance oh my god are you okay (laughs) and i was like what no i'm totally fine no he's an emt uh he's a friend from work (laughs) Where do you work again? Where does he work? <laughs> I worked in an airline at the time. Uh, so like, oh, I met him sense. from work. Like you could do part-time EMT. I don't know. <laughs> it's a seguro. Who knows? All right. So um, I was kind of avoiding his calls. And then finally, like I um, had to talk to him about it because, Aww. yeah, he wanted to ask me out. And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. Good and, answer, yes. Yeah. And he's like, well, what about your friend? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> The reason you took her home was because she had a heartbreak. That was an emergency. I wasn't going to tell him that. He's a stranger, but it was creepy how he like found out where I yeah. lived because he must have clearly seen like me going into my house. Jumped down the address real quick. Yeah, it was, and, I, and it was just really embarrassing. And I don't think for a minute that my cousin actually bought the story that like, oh, he's a friend from work. <laughs> friend from work. Right, yeah. So that was my um, really embarrassing uh, <laughs> story. Oh, I guess for the mystery of why our cards were locked out, there was something going on with the bank, yeah. like some system issue going on. And it was like past midnight and like, I guess it affected other people, but it just so happened that we both banked both. at the same place both <laughs> of and like the banking system went down or whatever. So, but it just happened to happen that fucking night. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. I got home safe and that's all that mattered. I was really For tired. that man still looks for you. It sounded like Ooh. you lived up to the putifalda night, though. You call me a puta, yeah. bitch? <laughs> no. Just the story accompanying, accompanying the, uh, the whole the story. Like you can't you can't have a puti night if you know something doesn't happen like that. That's very true. You can't have a putifalda night if something doesn't go crazy wrong. happen. Yeah, something doesn't go wrong. It was that fucking skirt. That's what it, it was. was. Damn it. See, if, you're, if you were wearing jeans and a hoodie sweater... Then you could have walked home and not had to take the hammer. Solamente si hubiera llevado mi pinche hábito, no hubiera pasado nada. But Diego. Are you ready? Feels like forever. ¿Están listos para mi historia? Sí. Para tu triste historia, sí. Mi triste historia de tres tigres tragando trigal. Trigo en un trigal. Shit. <laughs> no, pues sí, mira. ¿Qué ha pasado, compa? No, pues mira, mija. Te voy a decir. Cuéntanos. Te voy a contar, pues, déjame contar, déjame hablar. Arre. Mira, una vez, cuando estaba en México, estaba con mis primos y con mi hermana, que está aquí, y con mi otra hermana, who's not here. Obvio. 
porque además tengo una hermana aquí. O sea, bueno, pues en la ciudad donde vivimos a veces tienen una feria. Y cuando digo veces, es una vez al año. Obvio. ¿Cuál es la feria? Um, ¿La feria de qué? I think it's nada más... Like, nada más la feria, ¿verdad? Nos dicen la feria. <laughs> every, every pueblo en México has la feria. Yeah. So anyways, in our version of la feria. Anyways, allá en la feria está por el panteón. O sea, el cementerio. O sea, el cemetery. O sea, donde pones los muertos, güey. Para que me entiendan. So fuimos, fui Jocelyn, Cristel, mi primo Marcos, a.k.a. Gas, el pollo Pollo. loco, ¿no? Pollo. And then it's like, it's basically like the core group that hung out when we went to Mexico. Y fuimos y estamos ahí echando pedo y mamá de media. And like just having fun, jugando en las pinches, teniendo una, like, mesas de futbolito, like a big ass tent of just mesas de futbolito and everyone was just like, Chilling and drinking. And no sé por qué chingas, pero nos dieron ganas de unos tacos. And like, literally, like, a cuatro cuadras estaba el puesto de tacos de mi abuelo. But. That's a straight up betrayal. I just want to point that out. It is. But. Cuando nos estamos divirtiendo, dijimos, no, pues aquí tragamos, güey. Nos echamos unos taquitos aquí en la feria. And you know what? I should have known something was going to happen. In the deepest of my deepest of my deepest Fear. fears, <laughs> the knowledge of eating by a taco in La Feria came true. That day changed my life forever. We were having fun, all just young youths, celebrating our beautiful, beautiful lives. When I got this grumblings in my tummy. A grumblings for the ages, one might say. Y de repente, güey, que me pega. Like, con te va a dar... Ya sabes que te va a dar, porque se siente, y se siente hasta el fondo. Y estábamos como que cuatro cuadras, no, como unas seis cuadras de la casa de mi abuelita. And I'm like, sorry, I gotta go. It's like I dropped el, el juego de futbolito que estábamos haciendo. I just, and I, like, I turned around and I'm like, it's fucking bolted out of there. And it's all like, grumble, grumble, motherfucker. And I was like, shit. Outrun me if you can. And guess what? I you ran. Do. I ran like the fucking went. You ever seen a chubby little dude run? <laughs> well, imagine that. Times two. I know it's still not very fast, but whatever. It's hard to imagine. Times two, that's very fast. It's like the flash. Nearly identical, one might say. So I'm running. You know, I'm pushing fucking people out of my way and just like trying to make it. You know, and the grumblings are getting worse and worse. I turn around. Like I turn right and go up my grandma street, make it to the door. I'm like knocking, you know, sas, 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 pinche puerta azotándola, sas, sas, déjenme, you know, entrar, or whatever. It's like, I got the I was yelling, like, ten que el baño, déjenme entrar, amá. Y de repente, güey, the last grumble happened. Just like that. And then it happened, the cracking is released from my butthole. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the gnarliest one that I've ever had, but those tacos were not good for me. And the poo-poo-choo-choo train pulled into the station. <laughs> and as that happened, somebody opened the door to my grandma's house. <laughs> and there I stood in front of, I think it was my mom, actually, <laughs> after shitting my pants. In case you hadn't gotten all my references. <laughs> so I just walked by with my head hanging low, <laughs> took my pants off in the bathroom, started up the shower process. <laughs> And that, my friends, is my story of 
los tacos en la feria. That was beautifully said. Thank you. It was poetic. That one. It is the most captivating story of someone shitting themselves that I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, I have a bunch more too. And might I add <laughs> that the taco gods were clearly displeased that you had tacos from a different stand that was not your family's. I think that was my punishment. And have you had foreign tacos since then? Yes. But in Mexico? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, here you have no choice, but in Mexico, that's the Mexican taco gods. That's when they know. Once you fly so they over, they truly punish you. Yes. Because they know I have options. Can't be trifling. Should have known better. Pedro? Yes. I know that's a really hard story to top off. Mija. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and just keep it in the same rowboat of stories of Mexico. Uh, we were in Mexico, and one day my mom nos mandó a hacer un mandado. Me and my sister. So she's like, oh, mija, vayan, vayan a comprarme arroz. Um, pero que sea, que sea arroz quebrado. Um, that translates to, like, broken rice. I, yet to this day, don't know what that means or what kind of rice that is. I have a question. So with the power of Google, you still haven't Googled <laughs> what that means? No. Maybe, like, once, but I probably forgot. And, yeah. So... So my mom's like, vayan a comprarme arroz quebrado, me lo compran acá de don fulano. Um, so we're like, okay, like, give us the money. Um, nos dio los 10 pesitos, 30 pesitos, whatever it was. Question. Yes. Are you sure it was arroz quebrado and not arroz quemado? I'm 100% sure she said quebrado. Okay. Because you could go ahead and, like, you have to fry your rice anyways. So, I can't really burn yeah, if it's unless, unless you burn it. Um, I just, this is just a question. I don't Please know. Please continue. I'm pretty sure it was quebrado. Don't know. Yeah, I could have heard her wrong. And it could have been quemado. So, nos mandó. She's like, go get it from this dude, blah, blah, blah. Um, And in that, I was like, okay, cool. So, me and my sister are, like, skipping down the sidewalk. Um, we get to Don Fulano's store, and I'm like, ¿Me puede dar um, 30 pesos de... Well, actually, you don't... That's not how you put it, arroz. I'm like, ¿Puedes dar un kilo de arroz? Entonces, en eso, he's like, okay, he gets the arroz. I'm like, oh, he gets the arroz quebrado. He gets that. And then we pay for it. Me and my sister walk out the store, and I thought it would be funny to... Like, make a joke about the rice being quebrado. So, all of a sudden, like, I have the little um, rice in a plastic clear baggie, like the ones that you put your fruit in. And in that, hay un poste de cemento, like, right next to us. So, I go ahead and I look over to my sister. I'm like, ira, voy a quebrar la rosa un más. So, I'm like, I'm going to break this rice, ha, ha, ha. Because I think, I don't know, I don't actually remember if he said he didn't have that type of rice or not. But I just want to go ahead and keep joking around about the rice so i grabbed the rice bag and i'm hitting it against this concrete post and i'm like haha arroz quebrado chin 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 all of a sudden the bag breaks on me and the rice like spills all over the floor and like i'm like oh shit so agarro lo que falta del arroz y la bolsita and i'm like it's barely like un puñito de arroz and i'm like oh this is not enough but we don't have <laughs> but we don't have any more money <laughs> So we're freaking out because how are we going to go home without the rice that my mom asked us for? I don't know what happened after, but we did go home and we basically just had to go get more rice. And I didn't joke around about this broken rice anymore. So, yeah, that's my rice story. Uh, did anyone see or report to your mom like, Oye, vi a tus hijas? 
<risa> golpeando un poste con una bolsa de arroz, señora. <risa> eh, <No>. ¿Están bien? <risa> ¿Qué tienen? ¿Por qué no son normales? <risa> es porque son de... Son de los States. No, so I don't think anybody got back to her with a chisme of... Um, <laughs> That's surprising. It's a different network. Um, it's a different yeah. chisme network. She's not a hot commodity in the in Mexico, Mexico chisme network. I mean, it still comes in, doesn't come out. <laughs> I know she's got some. That's true, but but yeah, that's my little story, my foreign Mexico story. It was embarrassing. It's in the same rowboat. I'm over it. The, yeah, <laughs> rowboat. Same rowboat. I I love that. I just I I think the other day I was at work, and you know the the phrase "pie de la letra." Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, I was explaining to a coworker like, okay, so let's see, these are the instructions I'm asking you to like follow and read through and you just have to follow them to the foot of the letter. And I was like, wait, <laughs> and I was like, huh. is that a thing? And she's like, what? And I'm like, is that expression a thing? And she's like, I, I guess she didn't catch it. And she's like, what are you talking about? So I told her and she's like, I don't think so. <laughs> They have something similar. And I was like, that. I think, I think that's a Spanish one that my head was like, yeah, it makes lady. sense. <laughs> So but like the rowboat? <laughs> I don't understand. That's what happens when you're bilingual. Te trabas. Te trabas. Yeah. You say uh, cementerio. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you cementerio. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on our first episode of season two of Over the Wall podcast. We hope that you join us for the next episode. Uh, rate, subscribe, let us know what you think. And as always, thank you. Don't forget to tag us. Email us. <laughs> 